Flower Friend, are you feeling overwhelmed, underpaid, and want to get your business on a path of growth and profitability? Our podcast mini-sodes will give you bite-sized strategies to make your business feel lighter and more profitable. Flower Friend, my name is Jen, and I am so glad you're here. Hello, Flower Friends. This is Jen, and you are listening to the Floral Hustle podcast. For the month of February, I am dedicating the month podcast episodes, uh, all of our social media to people who want to start their floral business. And it's it's really interesting because in the Floral Hustle Facebook group, I have um, a series of questions that, you know, are verifying it's somebody that wants to work in floristry or is working on working in being a florist or is actively working as in some capacity to be a florist. And part of the reason I'm doing that is because I really want to cultivate a space for florists, not for event decorators and not for like wedding planners and not for mom who's DIYing her daughter's wedding. I want it to be a space dedicated to florists. But one thing that I've noticed is there's a lot of people that like are wanting to start their floral business but haven't pulled the trigger yet. So in the month of February, I'm dedicating this month on all the podcast episodes and on social media. So if you do not follow along on social media, go follow me on Instagram, The Floral Hustle. Go join our Facebook group because I'm going to be putting exclusive content in there as well, dedicated to all things starting your floral business. But to start off the this month's episode, I'm going to talk about today five must-have habits while you're starting your floral business. I often see, especially with the different generations um, age-wise, that you know, sometimes you feel like you're doing all the things and you feel like you're working really hard when maybe it's just like the illusion because you're overwhelmed in general, because maybe you have children, you have a day job, whatever. So these habits are really something that I think help keep you focused, help you really keep your eye on the prize, which is starting your own business, living the dream, doing big things in your life that you've been dreaming potentially of for who knows how long. So that first habit is uh, when people are starting out their business, a lot of times they just are like, they're running around with their head cut off and don't really have that clear direction and are just working really hard, but you're not filling your cup back up. And especially if you're working a day job, if you're a mom, like everybody is siphoning from your cup. You need to put intention behind filling your cup back up. That could be just taking care of yourself in some way, shape, or form. That could be um, going and getting a pedicure. That could be getting, I know like a pedicure is really sacred to me. Going and getting a massage at a kiosk at the mall or something is really sacred to me. Spending time like being creative outside of the floral um, world like drawing or painting or doing pottery, like that's something that's important to me. And it really fills my cup. It makes me feel like I'm just this like well-rounded human being from a fulfillment standpoint. So make sure that you are filling your cup professionally and personally. And if you need during this time where you are getting your hustle on, if you need help from your partner or from your family, like 
make sure you ask because sometimes like when you're doing hard things, you need more support. And so this might be one of those times. Then one of the things that I always do when I decide to do something is I keep the promises to myself. So when I say I am going to do this thing, I am doing the damn thing. I normally will put that out on social media in some capacity to help keep me accountable to that thing, like an extra layer of accountability. I will tell my partner, my husband, Stephen, like, hey, I am doing this. And like, there's some accountability from him. But I personally hold myself accountable like nobody's business. And that is something that like just down in my core feels really important to me because if I can't keep the promises to myself, who can I keep promises to? If I can't do it for myself, I'm not going to be able to do it wholeheartedly for my children, for my for my husband, for my friends. So I make sure I'm dedicating like genuine effort. And I feel like that effort is what has got me here. Because when I say I'm going to do something, I consistently do it. Um, It was interesting because I go to CrossFit and I have lost a good chunk of weight um, in the last probably like six to eight months, um, year. And my, the coach or the owner of the gym, he was just like, you have showed up so consistently. Like that is why you are successful. And I truly believe if you show up consistently, when you make a plan to do something and you just consistently execute the plan, that's where you're going to win. But what happens when you're a new business owner, this is all new. And you're like, I don't know what I'm doing. So then you're doing a million things and you're not doing any one of them really well. So taking and honing in like, I'm going to do this and not give up after two weeks because I don't see this immediate result. That's when we start breaking promises to ourselves. We try something and we feel it didn't work. We tried to do an Instagram reel and it flopped. We tried to send someone a proposal or we tried to reach out to a wedding plan or whatever it is. And then we stopped. You need to put consistent effort in for a set amount of time to a past, past a point of like, this is getting a little uncomfortable because you're not seeing results. That's when usually the switch flips and you're starting to see something really happen. So keep the promises to yourself. Number four, but, or actually number three, build a plan. A lot of business owners, because you don't know what's going to work, have no idea what a plan going forward is. But with all of the education out there for free, with all the business coaches that are out there, with all the um, entrepreneurs that are online and just showing what they do, like they have committed to a plan. They have set goals for this plan and therefore execute on the plan and usually garner success. But as a new entrepreneur, you might not know what you should be doing. Well, find somebody that's doing the things that you, you want to do and look at what are they doing. Set a goal commensurate with that. If they are consistently posting on social media three times a week, great. That is a plan. I'm going to post on social media three times a week. And then from there, that plan is really like something you just, it's a habit. This is just how things are. 
until you assess and deem that maybe I should be going in a different direction. But dedicate some time to that plan. Develop the plan in general, because once you set goals and once you have a plan to support them, you're going to be so much more likely to achieve those goals. But if you're like, I'm going to try this this week, I'm going to try that next week, I'm going to try this this week, like that is not a consistent strategy. You need to have a strategy. And if you need a strategy, get a business coach. Like that person is likely doing the things that you want to do. And in the Floral CEO Mastermind, like we have a group of women in there that like are all trying to do the same things. They're all like learning the fundamentals of what it takes to have a successful business. And then implementing a strategy is going to be the key to each one of their success. All right, number four, finally, habit stacking. If you have not read the book or listened on Audible to Atomic Habits, it shows you how to get more done by habit stacking. So habit stacking is is when you're conjoining one habit with another and that first habit triggers the second. Like some people at bedtime, they are a putting their jammies on, then they're going and brushing their hair, they're going to brush their teeth, they're going to go potty, whatever it is, like those are habit stacking. You put the, that routine together. But what if you had habit stacks of when I go on social media to post, I am going to go and purposefully interact for 10 minutes with other accounts. I am going to go and pick 10 accounts that I really would love to connect with And I'm going to every day when I go in and post or whatever it is, I'm going to go and interact with those 10 accounts. Or whenever I send a proposal out, I'm going to stack that habit with reaching out to a new wedding planner. Whatever it is, like putting those habits together so that one habit triggers the next is going to be so beneficial for you. Then having a strategy to manage your time. So effective time management and having a strategy behind how you're going to spend your time. I often teach people dedicating days to different activities in their their business because I feel like that's a strategy. If you have this overwhelming to-do list and don't know when or what you should be doing on any given day, that is not a strategy that is going to yield results. But if you dedicate Monday to Uh, be your CEO day. And on that day, it's marketing Monday. And so you do your scheduling your post for the week. And you go in and you look at your website statistics and like update your scorecard of how things are looking in your business. Maybe you're even starting a scorecard, which means like you are tracking the key metrics in your business. Then look at, I am going to dedicate this amount of time every day or every whatever to my business. So you need to fulfill that time allotment and that's it. We're not running around with our head cut off with all these objectives, all this, you know, items on your to-do list with no direction. You pick the items on your list to be like your top one or top three that you want to get accomplished this week or that day. 
And then you like work on that. You're not like scratching the surface of a million different things. You are focused like a ninja with your time, especially if you're a mother or have a side, uh, a day job and this is your side hustle. Like where can you be most impactful with your time from a revenue standpoint? So those are my five must-have habits for really growing your and starting your floral business, but really could apply to even if you are trying to scale or bring your business to the next level. Thank you so much for listening today, flower friends, and you have a fun-filled flower. Flower friend, is this you? Do you feel overwhelmed, tired, uninspired, and underpaid? If that's you, I want to help simplify everything for you. I want to be there to help you build goals, develop processes in your business for things to just feel lighter, all while building a path to profitability. I've been where you are, and I want to help you build the business of your dreams. For more information, check it out on our coaching page on our website at thefloralhustle.com or send me a DM on Instagram to learn more. Have a great day, flower friend.